0: A trumpet in on the trumpet Hey everybody, this is Brother Frank. Welcome to another episode of The Remnant Call. Glad to have you here. And listen, folks, if you didn't hear last week's message from uh, Pastor Dana Coverstone, you've got to hear it. Uh, It's called Brace Yourselves. Folks, we are living in perilous times. We are living in important times, and this is exciting times for us as believers because we have been called, just like Paul said in the Bible, For such a time as this, a time to not cower in fear, not to hide under our homes, not to go into our bunkers, but it is a time for us to move forward in faith, believing that God has salvation for everybody at this moment. And folks, I'm telling you, God does his best work at the darkest of hours. If you remember, it was Aaron's rod that budded through the night. Uh, When Korah wanted and desired something he wasn't supposed to, and they put their rods into the temple, and what happened through the night? But it budded, and I believe God's people, we will bud in the darkest of hours in this earth's history, and God is calling us forward. And I can't think of a better person to share this uh, with us on the Remnant Call than Messianic Rabbi Zev Perat. And I'm going to bring him onto the show. If you're not familiar with Messianic Rabbi Zev Perat, he is the founder of the Messiah of Israel Ministries. This is a front-line ministry spreading the gospel over in israel he was born in israel into the sanhedrin rabbi's family and raised in benai barak one of the most jewish orthodox cities in israel zev's grandfather rabbi pinches Perat, was a holocaust survivor who later became one of the heads of the sanhedrin in israel certified as a jewish rabbi zev never truly experienced the presence of god and drifted away from judaism but that all changed when zev had a number of supernatural encounters that brought him to faith in messiah yeshua folks if If you've never heard Zev's testimony, you are missing out. You need to hear about this man's conversion. It is powerful. It is life changing. He leads out in in Israel, uh, in in a ministry over there in Israel, and he also reaches out to many people bringing salvation all across the land of Israel by sharing God's word to the ultra-Orthodox and to the liberal Jews. It doesn't matter. Zev is out on the front line. And so with that, I am going to bring Zev into the program. Zev, are you here?
1: Shalom, brother Frank, an honor and blessing to be here. We are living in exciting times.
0: I believe that Zev, and I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate uh, your friendship over the years. And and Zev, every year at Hanukkah, we get to celebrate Hanukkah with the most beautiful menorah. I my from the bottom of our f- family's heart that you sent us from israel god bless you and thank you so much for everything you do and zev yes you are right we are living in some perilous exciting in uh, times and it is time for us to get ready and zev i'm going to ask because we're going to jump right into this program if you could open us up with a word of prayer and ask our heavenly father to guide through this show
1: Heavenly Father, Lord Yeshua, Abba Father, we thank you that we are able to stand here, to, to be here today, and to lift up your name as the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. We are living in prophetic and exciting times, Father. And as the Bible says in 2 Timothy 1.7, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of a sound mind. Abba Father, give us that sound mind today. Speak to us through your Ruach HaKodesh, your Holy Spirit. May not be my words or Brother Frank's words, but your words spoken. Anything that's not from your words, Abba Father, we break off in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, and we proclaim Elohim, Romans 831. If God is for us, who could be against us? In Yeshua's name we
0: pray, Amen. Amen. Well, Zev, I, I want to talk a little bit today about all this stuff and the, the the rulings from our government coming down, tr- mandating what we should do. But Zev, uh, just a quick question. I know that there is a, a lot of uh, trying to hinder the church. Zev, has your ministry slowed down since this pandemic has, has broken out, or are you still out on the front lines sharing the good news in Israel?
1: Well, first of all, we give all the glory to Jesus Yeshua. We couldn't do anything Without Yeshua, without the guidance of the Holy Spirit, we're small people with a big God. But having said that, our ministry has not slowed down. We cannot slow down in times like this. We are going full force. We're sleeping less at night, but we're not. We're, you know, we're full of the power of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. And uh, the Jewish people, the nations, everybody needs to hear the gospel right now because what they're hearing right now is the news. I don't know how the I, I know that the news in America is also Constantly, constantly talking about this COVID 19, COVID 19, brainwashing the people, putting fear in the people. The same thing is happening here in Israel. That's what the people are hearing and they're not hearing the gospel enough, we're out there telling the people Yeshua, Jesus loves them. There is hope. There is salvation. There is eternal life. There is something better out there. This is all temporary. This is all demonic. We live in a fallen world. So to answer your question, we're preaching the gospel full force, nonstop, and we
0: will continue to do so. Well, Zev, here in the United States, it's gotten really crazy, especially with the churches telling us we can't gather, can't get together, uh, you can't even sing in your church. I mean, it's out of control. And a lot of people are, are afraid, and they want to submit to the authority. And I want to read you a, a, two verses out of Romans chapter 13, I wanted to get your thoughts on it because – this is potentially what is driving many people uh, to cower down at this moment. And it says this Romans chapter 13, verses 1 and 2 let every soul be subject. Unto the higher powers There is no power but of God The powers that be are ordained of God Whosoever therefore resisteth The power resisteth the ordinance of God And they that resist Shall receive to themselves damnation And so people can live on this excuse And say we must do everything The government says immediately But Zev is that true? Do we have to follow every single thing? What what should we do as believers in Yeshua In this hour when the Bible says this But yet God has told us to go forward and to preach
1: well very good question brother frank uh and and first of all we need to understand always that in when we read in the bible we have to have biblical there has to be a biblical balance the bible cannot contradict itself meaning if we read something in the bible and we think it says something else we're not understanding the script it's not that the bible is wrong we're misunderstanding what it says now it's true all government authority has been established by god First of all, let's break that down, what that means before I answer your question. It means that, number one, we live in a fallen world. We know that the Bible says in many places that Satan is the prince of this world, meaning he has authority in this world, him and his demons. His authority is limited. We see this in the book of Job, where where uh, God limits the, the 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 amount of power that Satan has in order to test Job. He has limited power. Having said that, in in his limited power uh, he also uh, exercises evil through Hitler Hitler was established by God when it says Hitler is established by God it doesn't mean God put Hitler there it means God allowed it when it says all government authority has been established by God but there is no government authority. That has not been established by God, and I'm paraphrasing. That means that God allowed Hitler to do that. That means that God allowed Saddam Hussein to be in government. That means that God allows Nasrallah to be in government right now. That doesn't mean that God put them there. He allows it, but having said that, those under the blood of Jesus Yeshua will have protection, will have covering, because greater is he in us than the one in the world. So first of all, to to explain that part of the Bible verse, what it means that God... Uh, allows all government authority or establish all government authority. Now, within the government authority, there are rules. You live in America. I live in Israel. Uh, The speed limit in Israel is uh, 120 kilometers an hour on the sixth highway. If I drive 140, I've broken the law. So I have to submit the government authority and make sure that I don't drive over the speed limit. Okay, that's a simple example. Okay. But if tomorrow... The government would say, uh, you can't teach that abortion is against the word of God. And I say, okay, I have to uh, submit to government authority, so I'm not going to teach about abortion. That's where you draw the biblical balance. Okay, that's where the word of God comes first, meaning you submit to government authority if it does not contradict the word of God. Very, very important. To realize that. So I submit to government authority. I don't drive fast. That doesn't contradict the Word of God. But if they tell me I have to put a sticker, a bumper sticker on my car that says, Do not, uh, I support abortion because the government said so, I won't do it. And that means if I get killed or if I go to jail, whatever the cost will be, I will not submit to government authority because I submit to government authority when it's in line with the Bible. Does that make sense, Brother Frank?
0: Absolutely. It makes sense. And so dovetailing off that, it, this has been a big uh, thing here. God has blessed us here. And uh, I've been blessed to have an, an, an area of worship up here where I live. And um, lately, uh, Zev, people have been coming up here to our home and gathering together because they feel abandoned. They feel like they have nowhere to go. Uh, their churches, they their pastors, they don't want to get back together again. And it seems to me I want to read a verse to you, and it comes from Hebrews chapter 10 uh, and verse 25. It says this, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much more as you see the day approaching. And I read the word of God, and I see that as we're coming to the end times, we should not forsake the gathering, <clears throat> excuse me, together of each other, yet the world wants to divide us, the government wants to divide us, and and what I've seen on top of that is in congregations, uh, in church gatherings or fellowships, whatever, you have some people that are, you know, believe in wearing masks. My wife, by a lady who Um, We attended fellowship with for years, saw her in a store without a mask on and just chastised my wife. It's like, where's your mask? And my wife just simply said, my faith's in God and got the lady angry. My wife just walked off. And and so now I see that actually even in church, the dangers from church members um, who are going to come against you because you're not following the government's mandate – and wanting to wear these masks and, and keeping us from getting together, it's like the devil is pulling off the ultimate plan, and that is separating God's people at the end time. When the Lord says we are to gather together, I mean, what are your feelings right now? They're telling us to stay apart, not to even not even sing in churches. And God says get together in these last days.
1: Well, Dan, put it together with Romans 13, 1 and 2, what you read, and Hebrews 10, 25 right now with the gathering. There's no doubt about it that it's demonic. This is a demonic outpouring. This is huger than the COVID-19, huger than wearing any masks. It's very clear Satan wants to close down the congregations. Satan wants to close down uh, the churches. Satan wants to close down the gospel. He knows that his time is near. Revelation 12:12. 12, 12, and I'll paraphrase, woe to the earth because the devil has gone down to you. And he's full of fury because he knows that his time is near. That's what it's all about. As believers in Yeshua, in Jesus, we are called to gather. We are called to worship. We are called to exalt the name of Yeshua HaMashiach. And as you just read in Hebrews 10.25, as we get closer and closer to the second coming of Jesus Yeshua, without setting any dates, we are getting closer. We're supposed to gather more. We're not supposed to close our congregations. We're not. We're supposed to have fear. So this is all demonic. And you, you mentioned about, about masks. Uh, I can tell you one thing, uh, Brother Frank. Uh, when I preach the gospel here in Israel, I wear a mask. And the reason I wear a mask is there is a law in Israel right now that when you're in a public place, you have to wear a mask. So if I don't wear a mask, number one, I won't be able to preach the gospel because uh, I'll be stopped uh, by the authorities and I'll be a, uh, a bad witnessing tool to those that are wearing a mask. So I wear a mask in order to preach the gospel. Having said that, in my congregation or when I get invited to to preach in a, uh, in a conference here in Israel or anywhere else, I do not and will not wear a mask. And the reason is no government, no devil, no demonic force, no angel fallen or so, no man is gonna tell us how to worship in the house of God. In the house of God, you know where it is? It's not in a building, it's not in a fancy place, it's wherever the Holy Spirit is, where two or more are gathered. Any place where two or more are gathered, that is the house of God, and nobody is going to tell us how to worship. That is the red line. That is where we draw the line, and we say we are going to stand firm for the gospel of Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach. Now, am I telling that people that if you're in your congregation, and you're pastoring a congregation, and you're wearing a mask, or you're telling your flock to wear a mask, I'm not going to tell you what to do. But make sure you pray, and that the Holy Spirit told you To wear masks in your congregation, because if the Holy Spirit didn't tell you to wear a mask in your congregation and you're operating on a spirit of fear or a spirit of of panic or a spirit of fear of persecution, then you are in a indirect way, whether you know it or not, um, taking the mark of the beast, which is six, six, six. The mark of the beast is a system. And if you're doing that, that's exactly what you're doing. These are very hard words. Brother Frank But uh, we have to preach the truth because we cannot love people over righteousness. If we love the people, we have to tell them the truth. So that's where I stand regarding the masks. That's where I stand regarding regarding the COVID-19. Do I think that I need to wear a mask in order to be healthy? No. Do I think that I need to wear a mask in order to be protected? No. I'm protected by the blood of Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach. Amen. Just like the book of Revelation says, and they overcame
0: by the testimony of the blood of the Lamb. That's where we put our faith in. Amen. That's praise God. You know, Brother Zev, yesterday we were blessed and had a big, uh, or not yesterday, but this past uh, weekend um, on uh, Sabbath, we had a wonderful worship, about 40 people up there. And Zev, when you see the people's excitement to be able to gather, you know, I have a, a, for example, right up the road from me, uh, a a good lady, she's a widow. Uh, She listens to this program at times, and all week long, she doesn't get to touch people. She's alone in her home. She doesn't get to, to fellowship with people. And and so when she comes here and she's able to hug and to talk to people, the joy that comes over someone because of their loneliness, folks. I'm telling you right now, people need to be touched. Hugged and loved in this hour. And so, Zev, my question is, because you read Revelation 12, 12, the devil knows it's time short. The 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 government's telling us this, and we know that the last days are coming. Is this what are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to just get prepared, go into our bunkers? Or does this mean that we get out and we do something about the hour we're living in? Do we share the gospel or do we just sit here and gather quietly underground? What what is what is God wanting us to do as believers in this hour?
1: I'm going to read 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 2. Preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, encourage with great patience and careful instruction. So God wants us to preach the word. He doesn't say preach the word when everything is okay. He doesn't say preach the word when the world is smiling. He doesn't say preach the word only when there's no COVID-19. He says preach the word in season, in, out. That means that there's the COVID-19, there's the COVID-20, there's missiles firing at Israel, the world is collapsing. We preach the gospel. We be prepared. Prepare ourselves for his second coming as the bride and prepare others for what's going to happen and tell them that should loves them because there is no greater gift than salvation that's what we're called to do but in the process of doing it we have to make sure that not only do we have love and patience but we're careful to instruct what does that mean careful to instruct it means that we don't compromise the word of god it means that we teach the truth it means that we don't preach what man wants to hear we preach what the word says to do and 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 the true word of god the true gospel that's why it says be careful when you instruct, when you teach. Okay. There's also a warning there not to compromise the word of God. That's what we're called to do. That's what we're supposed to do. And we're supposed to, in a way, in a way, brother Frank, even ignore what's happening around us as much as it's, possible. you say that's impossible. And I tell you, you are hundred percent right. It is impossible to ignore what's happening around
0: you. It's supernatural. Only the Holy Spirit can enable us to do that. Amen. And Brother Zev, this is what's interesting. There are so many places who have been under this intense persecution. For a long time, they understand what it's like. You've had direct interactions with the Chinese church. And folks, if you don't know anything about the struggles in China and the underground churches and what they go through, they know what it's like to live in intense persecution. And I've I've seen documentaries. I've w- watched stuff about it. It's, it's very powerful. The more the devil brings the heat, the more that church grows. And Zev, I believe that God wants us to grow in this darkest hour. And, and how— what do you suggest right now if you're a congregation, uh, a pastor, and you, and you working directly with the Chinese people, what would you say to a pastor right now that's leading a flock in this hour?
1: Well, well first of all, I just read Timothy, but, you know, Timothy, is, that's the New Testament. That's the Berit HaKadasha. Everything in the New Testament is found in the Old Testament. We found this King David uh, preaching it under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Uh, Psalms 40 verse 9, he says, I will proclaim your saving acts in the great assembly i do not seal my lips lord as you know so god you don't close your lips you open your lips you preach the gospel so, timothy is taken is actually quoted from psalms 40 verse nine uh what would i tell people uh i think that the uh chinese congregation has endured and is enduring persecution at a level that we can't even explain here uh on radio uh, brother frank i can tell you that uh if most of the congregations, most of the leaders over there, if you were to take uh, a sword and say, either you preach what uh, we tell you to preach, and you don't open your congregation, or we're going to chop your head off, they'll say, go ahead, chop it off. And I'm serious. That's exactly how they are proclaiming the gospel over there. This is now. I'm not telling you know people to go around and get your head chopped off, but I am telling telling people that we need to lay down our life for the gospel. If we are true believers, we cannot. Compromise the word of God, and what would I tell any leader, any pastor? What I tell my flock, I tell them: Look, we we preach in love, we we share the truth. But if, if there's going to come a time where we have to lay down our life or even lose our life for the gospel, then we need to be prepared to do that. Wow,
0: powerful! Wow, powerful. I, I wow. praise God because you're right, and folks, this is not something we can do in our flesh. In our flesh, we're going to fear, we're going to run. We're not we're not superheroes. But God's never asked us to operate in our flesh. He asks us to operate by the Spirit of the living God. And the only way we're going to operate by the Spirit of the living God is getting alone with God, seeking Him in prayer, seeking Him in fasting, in our prayer closets, in our our reading and devotion to His Word. That's how you will be led by the Spirit of the living God. And if if you're wondering why God's not speaking, if you're wondering why God's not leading, and your Bible's closed and you're not in prayer, don't be upset if God's silent when you're not even looking at His Word, when you're not even spending time in prayer. Because folks, the quickest solution to your problem, it's only the distance between your knees and the floor. That's all. God has the solution, but he wants to see, are we going to spend time seeking him? Are we going to spend time in fear in this hour when God has called us forward to proclaim in a mighty and powerful way, Jesus Yeshua is coming again. Zef, I we don't have much time uh, on this broadcast today. I know you're a very busy man, but if you could spend just a few minutes, give us a quick update. What is truly going Going on right now in the land of Israel.
1: Well, God is using uh, big time this COVID nineteen uh, panic that they're having here in Israel, just like everywhere else in the world. Look, Satan doesn't have any boundaries. The demons don't have any boundaries. They operate everywhere, not just in Israel, not just in America. Same things happening here. What's happening here in Israel? We're having more salvations during the COVID nineteen than we've had when there wasn't a COVID nineteen. That's how. That's how the kind of God that we serve. That if we get Hallelujah. Out, that if we get out there and we proclaim the truth. And we preach the truth, and we're not afraid. And we we show people the Bible, and we and we show people, uh, you know, that there's something better out there, that this is all demonic. Then that's when the Holy Spirit can work, and that's what's happening here in Israel. Am I saying we're not being persecuted? We're being more persecuted now because of Revelation 12:12. 12, 12. Absolutely, but. The outcome is there's more salvations, there's more follow-ups, the amount of follow-ups that we're receiving receiving from people. Now, sometimes some of these follow-ups are are actually traps, you know, uh, Orthodox rabbis, Yad Lachim, the anti-missionary organization founded the Deep Program Believers, uh, some other people that just want to meet you to persecute you. We pray. We seek the Lord. Uh, do we go meet these people? Sometimes we do get persecuted after we prayed, and we understand that God wanted to turn the persecution into something better, into salvation or into someone uh, else hearing the conversation and being saved. So that's what's happening here in Israel, and we're very, very excited about it. That's why I started out the program by saying we're living in exciting times because If we are ambassadors for the kingdom and we carry the torch and we're priests, doesn't matter what's happening around us. God is going to open supernatural doors. And at the end of the day, Brother Frank, it's not about us. It's all
0: about Jesus, Yeshua. Our job is to proclaim the truth. Holy Spirit, do the rest. I agree. Praise God. Folks, if you've never led somebody. To salvation. If you've never been a part, obviously God does it, but He uses us as His vessels with Him. If you've never been a part of bringing somebody to the point of salvation, you've never lived. I'm telling you, it will be the biggest joy you've ever experienced when you see someone commit their life to to Christ. It's unbelievable. It's powerful. And God is calling us in this hour. Zev, I appreciate you. And what, if people want to follow and keep up what's going on with your ministry, Zev, what's the best way they can keep uh, up to date of what's going on in the Messiah of Israel Ministries?
1: Our website, Messiah of messiahofisraelministries.org.com or .net, or you can go to Ministries.com and you can uh, find out what's going on with the ministry. Sign up to get a newsletter over there. We have a YouTube channel. Uh, stay in touch with us. And also send in your prayer requests. We go to Jerusalem, Yerushalayim. We pray uh, for each person, their prayer requests, one by one. There's a place on the website to do that. We'd love to hear from you. We're living in these end times, the time where we have to stand together as the congregation. And as the Bible says, Ephesians 2.15, the one new man, one in Messiah Yeshua, to stand together for one purpose and one purpose only. And that is to bring the gospel back to Jerusalem and go home.
0: Amen. Praise God. Couldn't set it any better than that. Folks, this is Brother Zev here. And if you want to please keep up with him, like you said, follow him on the Messiah of Israel Ministries dot uh, org com or net. It doesn't matter. But folks, this is the true word. What you've heard today. We need to be about our heavenly father's business. This is the end time. It's not a time to cower in fear. It is a time for let the world know Yeshua is coming again. It's our hour as believers to step up in the Lord's army to be useful in this moment because there are people's lives that are at stake. Don't let someone else go to hell when we could have stepped in and shared the gift of salvation. This is Brother Frank and Brother Zev on the Remnant Call saying to everybody good night and shalom.